Peace and light, everyone, and welcome to Talk Soup's Midweek Spiritual Boost. I just want to welcome all you dear listeners to another uplifting episode of Talk Soup for the Soul, your midweek spiritual boost. I am thrilled to have you here today as we embark on a journey of inspiration and rejuvenation in the heart of the week. In today's episode, we, or I, want to remind you of the power that lies within you to stay focused and find renewed energy, even when the demands of life may be weighing on your shoulders. I understand that the middle of the week can sometimes feel like a daunting stretch where motivation wanes and distractions abound. But fear not, for I'm here to reignite your spirit and provide you with the tools you need to stay centered and motivated and inspired. My intention for today's episode is simple yet profound. I aim to infuse your midweek with a surge of positivity, purpose, and unwavering focus. I believe that every moment holds the potential for growth and transformation, regardless of the external circumstances, because we all go through things, right? But when we're centered, that's innate, that, that's our inner self and the divine self that takes over and helps us to be able to have the strength that we need to endure through the external circumstances. And by harnessing the power of our own inner strength, you can navigate any challenges that come your way with grace and resilience. So take a moment to release any worries or stress that may be lingering from the earlier part of the week and let us create a sacred space where you can rejuvenate your spirit align with your deepest desires and reignite the flame of inspiration within you. Together, we will embark on a journey that will uplift your soul and empower you to embrace the rest of the week with renewed vigor. Get ready to immerse yourself in words of wisdom, stories of resilience, and practical strategies to stay focused and energized. Let the talk soup for the soul midweek spiritual boost be your beacon of light, reminding you of the infinite potential that resides within you. So without further ado, let us dive into this transformative episode and uncover the secrets to staying focused, inspired, and connected to your highest self in the midst of your week. Stay tuned and prepare to be uplifted. Before we dive right into the meat of our episode today, I want to share an inspirational quote. And the quote reads, obstacles don't have to stop you. If you run into a wall, don't turn around and give up. Figure out how to climb it, go through it, or work around it. 
Let's give a shout out to Michael Jordan for that wonderful, inspiring quote. And as we embark on this midweek spiritual boost, let's draw inspiration from the wise wise words of Michael Jordan that I just shared with you. Obstacles don't have to stop you. If you run into a wall, don't turn around and give up. Figure out how to climb up that rascal or go through it if you can or work around it. And what I find is oftentimes people give up too soon. They'll run into a wall and say it's a brick wall, right? And, And what do you do? You either can figure out a way to climb it, try digging out some bricks and climb it, or walk around it. Now, the journey of walking around that wall that obstacle may be long, whether you're going east or west, north or south, however you see it. But at the end of your journey, it's going to be worth it. And you're going to feel so inspired that you were able to figure out a challenge and you were able to hang on in there and persevere and you got through it. These words of resilience and determination Remind us that challenges are not meant to define us, but to propel us forward. In the middle of the week, when fatigue may set in, everybody just about is saying, it's hump day. You know, people are tired and like worn down. And they're just like, man, if I only had enough energy to propel me forward, things are going to be so much better today. But challenges seem to come to help remind us that we are not defined by challenges or obstacles. But they come into our lives. It reminds me of the Bible, you know, um, when people are going through things, you often hear in Christian colloquial terminology is that trials come into our lives to make us strong. Now, you may not be Christian, you may be of another religious um, faith, or you may be spiritual, or if you just don't believe anything, know that obstacles can be utilized as a springboard to our strength. So don't give up, figure it out. And these wonderful words of resilience and determination Heck, find the quote. It's by Michael Jordan. Write it on a notepad if you need to so that you can continue to remind yourself that if you hang on in there and persevere a little while longer, the solution, it's amazing how things just seem to come to us. That's how the most high works, though. And so during the week, learn how to figure it out, climb it, go around it, do whatever you can in order to persevere and hang on in there. And chart a new path altogether. It may be the best route. And so as we delve into this episode, let us reflect on ways that we can continue on our journey and find things that suit your style, because this is a unique journey. We're all different and we all require certain things in order to, whether it's work or whether it's uh, trying a new um, way of eating or drawing, taking up a new hobby, we all approach things differently and we need 
things to help us or tools and techniques to help us stay intention and um, help us keep our intention and our focus on the things that we need to do to accomplish all that it is that we're seeking to accomplish. And so things like inspirational quotes and affirmations and experiences that other people share with us can really help us learn that obstacles do not have to stop us. And so when you're faced with the wall, we have a choice. We can turn around and retreat, allow the barrier to halt our progress, but true strength lies in our ability to rise above and find creative solutions and to persist in the face of adversity. Just as Michael Jordan, a basketball legend, faced with numerous obstacles on his path to greatness, we too encounter barriers in our own lives. But it is through resilience and unwavering focus that we can overcome these challenges and emerge stronger on the other side. The quote invites us to adopt a mindset of possibility and determination. Instead of being disheartened by obstacles, we are encouraged to seek alternative routes, to find ways to climb over the walls, to navigate through the difficulties, or to chart a new path altogether. So as we delve into this episode, let us reflect on the profound meaning behind these words. Let us internalize the message that obstacles are not roadblocks, but stepping stones to our personal and spiritual growth. And together, we will explore strategies and practices that will help us stay focused, find inner strength, gain clarity, and continue moving forward, no matter what the challenge is that we may encounter or that may come our way. Right now, you guys, this is a perfect time for me to share a prayer of gratitude, strength, and guidance for staying focused and uplifted. So let's take a moment to center ourselves and connect with our spiritual essence. Whether you embrace a specific religious tradition or simply seek a deeper connection with the divine. Let this prayer be a moment of reflection and guidance. Dear divine presence, higher power, God, universe, we gather here today in gratitude for the opportunity to come together and seek inspiration. We offer our Thanks for the blessings that have graced our lives, for the strength that has carried us through our journeys thus far. As we navigate the middle of the week, we recognize that it is easy to become overwhelmed or lose sight of our goals. We humbly ask for your guidance and support as we Strive to stay focused and uplifted. 
Grant us the wisdom to discern the path that aligns with our highest good. Fill our hearts with courage and resilience to face any obstacles that come our way. Help us to embrace the challenges as opportunities for growth, knowing that within them lie valuable lessons and hidden blessings. May we cultivate a mindset of gratitude, recognizing the abundance that surrounds us even in the midst of difficulties, open our eyes to the beauty and inspiration that can be found in the simplest of moments, remembering us to, reminding us to cherish each day as a gift. Infuse us with inner strength, patience, and unwavering determination. Grant us the focus we need to accomplish our goals and fulfill our purpose. May we be a source of light and inspiration for others, sharing our unique gifts with the world. As we embark on this midweek spiritual boost, we ask for your divine guidance and grace. May this episode be a source of inspiration, providing us with the tools and insights we need to navigate the challenges and embrace the opportunities that come our way. We offer our deepest gratitude for your presence in our lives and for the love and support that surround us. May this prayer serve as a reminder of our connection to something greater, grounding us in faith, truth, honesty, and trust. With open hearts and minds, we surrender our worries and concerns to you, knowing that you are always with us. We place our intentions for focus, strength, and upliftment in your hands, trusting that you will guide us along the way. And so it is. Ashe and Amen. All right, now, wasn't that prayer wonderful? I mean, prayer is, again, you guys, my most utilized spiritual tool. I just love, 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 love being able to talk to the most high, whether it's about my job, whether it's about my whatever it's about, you know, I enjoy just talking to the most high, <laughs> uh, male, female, mother, father, um, it doesn't matter. And so, um, when those times, those challenges, when I'm faced with challenges, I end up just going into my inner self. I, I, I tap into um, my innate, my higher self. A lot of people speak of the higher self. And so when it comes to 
us and in, in facing these different topics and whatever it is, I encourage people to hang on in there. Just hang on in there a little while longer and you will be amazed at what the outcome. So let's segue into the main focus of today's show. And that is ways to stay focused and to stay energized. I'll be discussing practical strategies and techniques to stay focused, motivated, and inspired throughout the week. Also sharing tips such as setting clear goals and intentions and practicing mindfulness and staying present. So things like taking regular breaks and engaging in self-care are very important. And if you're not able to do that, seek some support, whether from a healthcare practitioner, a counselor coach, or somebody, health and wellness coach, someone who focuses in their um, career or their business on those areas, because you may be able to find some inspiration on how to move forward. And so ways to stay focused and energized and our quest to stay focused and energized throughout the week, some practical strategies and techniques that can help us maintain motivation and inspiration. Or things like taking regular breaks. Taking regular breaks, setting clear goals and intentions. Forgive me, someone called my phone. I had no idea that it was on. Um, You know, setting intentions. That's one of the topics that we hear a lot today um, in the different fields of of, um, health and wellness, such as in counseling, coaching, even our medical doctors are beginning to come around and suggest that we set intentions. And so setting those clear goals and intentions, taking time to clarify your goals and set clear intentions for the week and breaking them down into smaller actionable steps to make them more achievable is really helpful. We can also write them down it seems as if, I don't know about you guys, but for me, when I write things down, it helps me to memorize them better. And so write them down and place them somewhere visible as a constant reminder of what you're working towards. Like I suggested with the quote from um, Michael Jordan earlier, if you like that quote, if it resonated with something within you, write it down and post it up. You can post a post this note on your mirror, on your bedpost, I don't know, find a refrigerator, who don't go in a refrigerator, right? (laughs) And so write those things down so that you can be reminded of them. And one of the nifty things that we can do with our technology, since we're kind of sort of cyborg now, everybody's walking around with cell phones, you can even make a post on your cell phone, like a sticky note on your cell phone, or you can screenshot it and just set up a timer for it to appear as a notification or a reminder. 
Practicing mindfulness and staying present. Incorporate mindfulness practices into your daily routine. Practice deep breathing, meditation, or engage in mindfulness activities like walking in nature or savoring, just like I am, a cup of tea. I'm drinking watermelon infused tea now, you guys, and it is delicious. Try cultivating the habit of being fully present in the moment, letting go of distractions and focusing on the task at hand. Take regular breaks and engage in self-care. Schedule regular breaks throughout your day to rest and recharge. Use these moments to engage in self-care activities that bring you joy and relaxation, such as reading, listening to music, or taking a walk. Prioritize self-care to replenish your energy and maintain a healthy work life balance. Seeking support and accountability, reach out to a trusted friend, family member, or a mentor who can provide support and accountability. Share your goals and progress with them and consider establishing regular check-ins to stay motivated. Or join a support group or community group that shares similar interests or goals. Engaging with others who are on a similar journey can provide valuable encouragement and a sense of belonging. Finding inspiration in nature, music, or art. Take time to connect with the beauty of nature. Spend time outdoors, go for a hike, or simply sit in a park and observe the wonders all around you. Listen to uplifting music or create a playlist that boosts your mood and motivates you. Engage in artistic activities that inspire creativity and bring you joy. And cultivating a positive mindset ties everything all together. And you can do this easily through a gratitude practice. Practice reframing negative thoughts and cultivating a positive mindset. And I know in certain situations and around certain people, their energy, if it's negative, that negative energy gets strong. It's like you can cut it in the energy realm. Seriously, I could feel the negativity. You know, when you go around people that's sad all the time or depressed or frustrated, angry, those, they have a, a aura emanating from them that's thick. I mean, in the energy realm, what I have to do is take my um, energy sword and I just cut through it and I keep it moving. I don't sit and sulk around people who have um, those continuous bouts of frustration and anger and depression. And, and things like the sadness, because it's a very strong emotion and it can easily take over an entire environment. And th that's my feel. I'm a counselor. So I have to work with people. I'm so thankful to the most high because I've had to sit face to face one on one with people who have gone through depression or sadness or anxiety, just to name a few areas I've worked in. And I could feel it when they walk into the office or when I walk into the room where they are and I immediately just go into my mind and to do a mindfulness exercise right quick and just get my 
sword, my spiritual sword, and I just start cutting it down. And what I mean by that is I start overriding the entire environment in the physical with my spiritual intention, and that's to have an environment of compassion, non-judgmental, caring, love, and on and on. And before you know it, I'm able to take the entire environment over. If I've been in an environment that I could not take over and change from the negative, I get up out of it just like that. And so practice reframing negative thoughts and cultivating a positive mindset, challenge limiting beliefs and focus on the possibilities and opportunities that lie ahead for you and cultivate a gratitude practice. You can do this by reflecting on and appreciating the blessings in your life. We all have something or someone that we can say, thank you, they have been a blessing. We're just getting over Father's Day. And I had a special whammy on um, Sunday. It was Father's Day. It was my mom's birthday and the Juneteenth celebration where we're celebrating the ancestors is freedom. And so this was a very, very um, important weekend for me. And I was able to cultivate all kinds of gratitude. I was able to cultivate all kinds of gratitude, rituals and traditions that um, help me be in a good mood, you know, because mom and dad has transcended. And my mom and my dad, I've always known my whole life that they were my number one supporters. It, it didn't matter whether I wanted to go to college or whether I wanted to take a trade or, or open a business. My mom and my dad stood by me 1,000%, 1,000 to the 1,000 to make sure that I was able to accomplish those goals. And so I became pretty successful because of what my parents, the support that they gave me. And so I'm one of those people who believe in cultivating gratitude by reflecting on and appreciating the blessings of my life. And so why don't you try, if you haven't, to start a gratitude journal or take a few moments each day to express gratitude for the small joys and victories. And I have to give a shout out here because I have a journal that's titled Solemn Journey. And it's a part of my Solemn Journey series. I have written a book for women and a book for men. Both of them are day books. And within their beautiful pages, there are affirmations and moral stories and journal prompts that can help an individual stay focused on their spiritual or religious practices or just on being who they are, being positive and reflecting on certain situations in their lives. And with the moral stories, you can kind of get a glimpse of what's going on into the life of someone else and say, oh, that reminds me of this that and the other, and you may be able to find something within that moral story that you can utilize and apply to your life to help you. And so gratitude is so wonderful. Uh, and, and I notice with gratitude, the energy of gratitude opens up the doors for us to receive. And the possibilities and opportunities that lie ahead from being a grateful individual, they can be 
numerous, enormously numerous. And so cultivate that gratitude practice by reflecting on and appreciating the blessings in your life. Start a gratitude journal or just take a few moments a day to express gratitude for the small victories and joys in your life. By incorporating these strategies into your daily routine, you can create a foundation for staying focused, motivated and inspired throughout the week. And remember, it's a journey and progress may come in small steps. So embrace the process and be gentle with yourself along the way. At this time, I'd like to share a moral story. Now, you guys know how I am about the moral story. I just mentioned it. And so what I'm going to do is in the first segment of the midweek spiritual boost, and I'll get back at you in the second session segment, beginning with the moral story. See you in a little bit. Start my um, recording again. And so in the first episode, I hope you were able to gain some insight Hold on for me for a minute. I'm at home and I have company, you guys. And it's like, I'm trying to tell these folks I am recording. Do not be coming up in here asking me all these questions. I want to enjoy my show. But I hope I gave you guys some pretty good ideas in regards to cultivating gratitude. Because when we cultivate gratitude, gratitude really and truly does go a long way. The energy of the energy of joy and appreciation seems to just emanate um, throughout our entire being and throughout our entire environment. And so you guys, moving right along, I said I was going to share a moral story in this segment. And so let me grab that moral story and we can dive right on in. Moral stories and spiritual stories that illustrate the power of focus, resilience, finding inner strength are really good for us. And they help us to highlight things within our own lives, giving us insights from the story and encouraging us, the audience, to adapt certain suggestions that suit our personal style and preferences of who we are. They also allow us to be able to reflect on how we can apply these teachings to our own lives. So without further ado, I'm going to delve into a soul-stirring story that will touch our hearts and remind us of the power that lies within us. This tale highlights the importance of focus, resilience, and finding inner strength even in the face of adversity. 
Once upon a time in a small village nestled amidst the lush green mountains lived a young girl named Maya. Maya possessed an unwavering determination and an insatiable curiosity about the world around her. However, life in the village was not always easy and Maya was faced with numerous challenges and obstacles on her path. One day, Maya heard a tale of a hidden treasure that lay deep within the heart of a dense forest. The treasure was said to grant its discoverer unlimited wisdom and fulfillment. Driven by her dreams and a deep longing for something more, Maya decided to embark on a treacherous journey to find the treasure. The forest was vast and it was also intimidating. Filled with thorny bushes, treacherous terrains, and wild creatures. As Maya ventured deep into the forest, doubts and fears crept into her mind. The path became increasingly difficult and she faced setbacks and obstacles at every turn. Despite the challenges, Maya refused to give up. She reminded herself of her purpose and the treasure that awaited her. With unwavering focus, she navigated through the dense undergrowth, climbed over steep cliffs, and persevered through sleepless nights. Maya reminded me of myself. As Maya pressed on, she encountered a wise old man who had spent his entire life seeking the same treasure. He shared with her a valuable lesson. The true treasure lies not in the destination, but in the journey itself. It is the strength, resilience, and discovery that you can gain along the way. Maya realized that the treasure she sought was not just a material reward, but an inner transformation. She understood that the challenges she faced were not hindrances, but opportunities for growth and self-actualization. With this newfound wisdom, Maya continued her quest with renewed determination and an open heart. As she neared the heart of the forest, she faced the final and most challenging obstacle yet a deep ravine that seemed impossible to cross to cross a deep ravine so in that moment maya summoned all her focus and tapped into her inner strength she closed her eyes took a deep breath and visualized herself leaping over the ravine power of visualization and imagination i am loving it so she went and she tapped in you guys she tapped in you know how i am about tapping in learn how to tap in maya tapped into herself 
And then she went for it. So after visualizing herself leaping over the ravine with a leap of faith, she soared across the divide, surpassing her own expectations. Isn't that powerful? I mean, this you go, girl. I am loving me some Maya. Finally, Maya reached the spot where the treasure was said to be hidden. However, to her surprise, she found no chest of gold or jewels. Instead, she discovered a sacred space of stillness and peace. It was this place where she could connect with her true self and tap into the limitless well of wisdom and fulfillment that resided within her. The moral of this story is that the true treasure we seek is not external, but internal. It is the strength, resilience, and wisdom we cultivate along our journey like Maya, we must remain focused, determined, and open to the lessons and growth that come our way. So at this time, let's take a moment to reflect on Maya's journey and ask yourself, how can you apply her lesson of focus, resilience, and finding inner strength to your own life? Remember, the journey itself is the greatest reward, and every challenge is an opportunity for growth. So take a moment now, you guys, and just reflect, and even tie in that quote from Michael Jordan into the moral of this story. Feel free to create your own moral story or adapt this story to fit your life, to suit your purpose and your themes in your life. Tailor some of these moral stories to resonate within with you and what you're going on and see if you can pull out some teachings from them. And so today, you guys, we discussed staying focused and what it requires, setting clear goals and intentions, practicing mindfulness, taking breaks for self-care, seeking support and accountability, finding inspiration in nature and the arts. I'm always dibbling and dabbling in the arts. I'm a writer and I'm a, I'm a reader. I can visualize certain things how I want them, but I just can't draw them on pen and paper. I, I'm trying to get my granddaughter to help me, though. I have a granddaughter that's an artist. She can pick up a pen and she can just, just go and flow. She can paint. She can do it all. Actually, I have two. An older one that's like almost 17 and one that's 12. And they're artists. And I want to do that. I can see exactly what I want, like now, like I can see it, 
But when it comes, and I, I have all the tools, paper, pen, crayons, everything that I need, colored pencils, but my draw, I'm like the stick figure draw queen, okay? <laughs> but that's okay. Nevertheless, I utilize the arts to give me inspiration. And so you can find inspiration just about anywhere when we cultivate a positive mindset with gratitude. And always remember that the journey itself is the greatest reward. If you run into an obstacle or a wall and you can't climb up the wall, remember how I said earlier that regardless of how the wall, long that wall is, going east, west, north, south, enjoy yourself taking that journey to get around that wall. And so find gratitude because that journey is the greatest reward. Just like Maya's quest for treasure taught us, the true treasure lies in the strength, resilience, and self-discovery that we gain along the way. Every challenge is an opportunity for growth and every moment is a chance to tap into our inner wisdom and fulfillment. Remember the moral story that I shared reminded us of the power of focus and finding inner strength. And so as we begin to move toward wrapping up today's show, I want to thank you again for joining me on the Midweek Spiritual Boost. And right now I would be remiss if I did not share some recipes or some herbs with you guys you know how i am about eating right right and so it is at this time that i would like to share with you some recipes and some herbs for just helping us maintain focus staying calm now we know that um lavender and chamomile are excellent herbs when it comes to giving us that calming reflect and just um, helping us gain clarity. We also have orange or neroli. It, it seems to be, well, it does give us this energizing effect when I spray neroli or when I spray orange or if I'm making an orange tea, I make orange tea out of the peels, I will. Yes, I do. <laughs> um, I, I make orange um, shea butter. And when I'm making it, and, and just like when I'm peeling the orange, the scent that comes from the peels is so refreshing and energizing. Or if I'm making the orange shade moisturizer, as I'm mixing it, and then you have to cold press it, which you put it in the refrigerator and let it get cold and hard. That's how it hardens. Then I take it out and I add more orange. While I'm doing that process, it, it's so it's like I have all this super duper energy. And so things like orange and lavender and chamomile can really help us boost our energy. Um, peppermint is another one that's good for stimulating the senses and boosting our energy 
Now, during this time of the show, I'd like to share some prayers. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to do a prayer and then I'm going to share some lessons and insights that have been shared by some other people. Um, I, I'm, I'm good with titles and then I'm not, right? Because we're all part of this wonderful, fascinating experience that stems from the one most high. And titles are good. You know, um, I'm a doctor, I'm a, a counselor, you know, coach. You know, I like titles, but oftentimes I like just, I like for me to just be me just to be recognized as a person who is a compassionate person who's on this life's journey trying to help other people figure out who they are and and utilizing the the best tools and techniques whether it be music or art or or, or counseling or coaching talk therapy and, and so I, I could do without the title even though I, all, I like having the title doctor I went through heck to get it right but being a, uh, an ordained minister and a doctor in divinity, you, well, for me, my experience has been one that's pulling me out from the world, even though I'm still dealing with all these other little idiosyncrasies. You know, I have family matters. I have health matter issues, you know, uh, finances, clients. But my clients can go in the background because I really enjoy doing my work. <laughs> not I'm putting that I'm putting them on the back job, but I'm not even gonna put my clients in with challenges because I really enjoy coaching and counseling. But all of the things that I am, my titles, mother and, and grandmother and friend and, and and partner and things like that comes with challenges. And so I like to just drop the challenges sometimes when I go to the most high, like in prayer, when I'm looking for a constant reminder to stay focused on my spiritual path and I'm searching for inspiration. And I tell you, you guys, I try to find it in the ordinary as well as the extraordinary parts of my life. I drop the titles. It's just me. It's just Jackie. And that it's so humbling when I go before the most high or the creator, creatress. And in these special moments, it's like I feel the vastness of the presence of the most high. You know, not that I don't realize the most high is with us all the time uh, during everything. Like right now, the most looking out the window, I see the beautiful trees, colors, you know, animals flying. I'm looking around my home. There are things that are representative of people creating things with their hands, like art and drawings of chakra system, you know, the the um, dream will. I see all these different things around my home and I see God, I see the most high. And so title means nothing to me in a spiritual sense. But then again, they do because we have gurus and we have spiritual teachers and people who have started different religious and spiritual texts that were highly illuminated 
Take it like Jesus in the Bible. Jesus was an illuminated one. And the the name Jesus was a common name, but but Christ, when you get Christ attached to it back then, that means that you are illuminated. And we can tell, I love Jesus. And I love reading the Bible. I love some of the things that Jesus said. I'm like, man, that could have been me. You know, that that's me. You know, that's my flip side, my male side. You know, it's like... You talking about somebody? Well, if you've never committed a sin, cast the first stone. Yeah, right. I know you're not going to do nothing. And then the one time when he was on the ground and he spat, I think, uh, was it the Sadducees and the Pharisees all running, talking about this woman who was a woman who she hustled her body, right? <laughs> she had to go out and get the paper. So she hustled her body. But Jesus, they come running. Rabbi, what are you? And he's like, I got time. I'm like in the ground, he spit and took that spit and twirled it up with dirt and wrote the message to them. Like, I don't have time for trivial stuff like this. You know, you're trying to get down on this woman because of her lifestyle, but what about you? You know, some of them probably were seen creeping out the woman's bed. Titles. Jesus didn't even, you know, I think about them. I mean, they called them rabbi, which rabbi is just a word for teacher. I don't, I haven't read anything yet that says that he's like, I'm this teacher, you know, but he did say, you know, check me out, follow me. This is the way, you know, because the kingdom of heaven is within us going within being illuminated. So Jesus Christ is referencing a person who was illuminated. And the way that I look at the Bible metaphysically, it's us. And so I'm Jesus. My goal is to X, Y, Z. You know, and I know a lot of people will say, how can you say that? Because the Old Testament um, foretells the coming of Jesus. Yeah, the Old Testament foretells the coming of a lot of things. I love the Old Testament. I'm privy to the Old Testament, especially Psalms and Proverbs. But metaphysically, the etymology of the Bible, the, the foundation, shall I say, of the Bible comes from ancient African Kemetic spiritual texts. Ancient Kemetians were metaphysics. They were all into metaphysics, the chakra system, telekinesis, all this, and so and 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 so much more. And so the Bible, when I approach it now, after having studied to get a doctorate in ministry and divinity when i approach the bible it is so much more wonderful and it's metaphysical to me but when i approach the most high it's like i don't have a title you know i hope you understand what i mean and so i'm going to offer a prayer right now and then i am going to share um some information about some of our um some of the people who are examples for us to consider um, in our journey. And then I'm going to wrap up. Oh my gosh. And so I'm going to begin with the ancient Egyptians. And know thyself, and thou shall know all the mysteries of the gods and the universe. Now, this is an inscription, inscription that was written on the temple of Apollo, 
Apollo at Delphi in ancient Egypt. And a lot of times people want to give the credit to the Greeks for writing that, but not it's ancient African Egyptians who first wrote, Know thyself and thou shalt know all the mysteries of the gods and the universe. And so what does that mean? It means tapping within, going within ourselves, finding out who we truly are. Yeah, and know about who we are from the physical too. It's amazing how research shows that many of us, we are made up of the stars and the galaxies, the same little particles that are out there in the cosmos that come back on some of these space rocks. Some of us have that in us. And so it's, it's just so amazing. And I'm amazed with the ancient Egyptians. That's why I chose to go about my way of building a relationship with the Most High from as close to how they worship or they had a relationship to the Most High. And because they knew every, I mean, they tapped into the universe. It was It's amazing. And I'm just so fascinated and I'm so proud to be a, um, I call myself a commission by way of practicing um, spirituality. Ma'at, you know, truth, honor, justice, uh, harmony, balance, reciprocity. Those are the foundation of the 42. They call them laws, but their 42 principles are admonition, and which is just simple things. You know, you don't treat people wrong. Animals are divine. You know, you don't poison water. It's just wonderful. And so I just look at myself as, even though in the world I'm a doctorate, I'm a doctor and I have this, all of this education that I love because I love learning. And I know that the limits of knowledge has never been set and no one will ever reach them. But for me personally, I'm always going to want to, I always seek to learn new things. And at the core of my seeking is how can I help others with it? The knowledge that I learned. And so ancient and contemporary examples of spiritual seekers and conscious leaders have shared profound statements about the spiritual journey, providing guidance and inspiration for moving forward despite challenges. And so I just shared the ancient Egyptian inscription that's written on the um, Apollo at Delphi, the temple of Apollo at Delphi. And Rumi, if you guys don't know, I know you know by now, Rumi, the 13th century Persian poet and mystic, one of my favorites, he wrote, do not be satisfied with the stories that come before you. Unfold your own myth. Yes. Getting back to what I said earlier, take these moral stories and make your own moral story about yourself. You know, just stick to the path. The wound is the place where the light enters you. That's roomy. The garden of the world has no limits except in your mind. One of my favorite quotes that I created myself is the universe is your canvas is your is your canvas and within your mind that is your tool 
And so you can just about paint anything like in the moral story with Maya. Maya said, I know how I'm going to approach this because this is kind of scary. So let me go in my mind and put the pieces together. And then I'm going to take it. And she did a wonderful job. She conquered it. Our minds are powerhouses. And once we begin to tap into them, we could create the world and the life that we want. We could bring our lover, husband, wife, whoever in. We could bring a house in. Money, money is energy. Money can't do nothing to nobody. It vibrates. It's energy just like we are. We just vibrate at a different rate. You're supposed to be on the level of the money. That's how you keep money. That's how you bring money into you. Vibrate on that level if you're looking for or you need some or learn how to give with the right energy healer, the right person that knows about energy, such as myself. I'm I'm really good at it, you guys. I can my hands whew, are powerful when it comes to healing. My daughter has a double healing gift. And her youngest daughter is like a triple healing gift. We were we are blessed to be energy healers. And I think sometimes, man, if we were able to do the things that we wanted to do and flow in the world that we wanted to do, the way that we wanted to and do the things we wanted to, we would be powerful. But oftentimes people are caught up with challenges, obstacles, and things in their way, and they can't focus. That's why it's so good for us to be able to break off from the norm, break off from people and really cultivate within our minds what we need to do in order to bring those gifts out. Because our mind, the, the, the garden of the world has no limit except in our minds. And if you don't watch it, this world will have us putting limits on ourselves and then we'll start thinking it. There's a the great Nelson Man- Mandela, the former president of South Africa. He writes, I learned that courage was not the absence of fear but the triumph over it the brave man is not he who does not feel afraid but he who conquers that fear that reminds me of my dad and my granddad and a yoruba proverb reads it is the calm and the silent water that drowns a man These statements and proverbs reminds us of the universal truths that spiritual seekers and conscious leaders have sought to convey throughout history. They emphasize the importance of self-discovery, resilience in the face of challenges, embracing change, and finding light in darkness. Rumi's writings in particular are rich with wisdom and offer profound insights into the spiritual journey. His poetry explores themes of love and unity and the interconnectedness of all beings. So here's an excerpt from one of his poems that I like to share. Come, come, whoever you are, wanderer, worshiper, lover of leaving. It doesn't matter. Ours is not a caravan of despair. Come. Even if you have broken your vow a thousand times, come yet again, come, come. These words invite of our counterparts, because we're all connected, right? Even though they're elders and they've transcended and moved on to higher realms, hopefully, we can draw upon their wisdom to help us navigate our journey in this life. And so 
we find inspiration and guidance from everyone as we continue our own spiritual journey. And when I say when I say everyone, I know that there are some people who are just incorrigible. It's like, why in the Sam am I around this person? Why do I even deal with this person? But try to seek growth from dealing with difficult times and difficult people. Um, and try to transform during those times into a higher spiritual phase in your life, despite whatever challenges you may encounter along the way. Write your poems and write your in your journal. Um, focus on the Psalms and the Proverbs and ask that the Most High gives you examples and explain the meanings of the Psalms as it relates to you. And with that, I'd like to share a Psalm of Holiness. O Divine Presence, grant us the wisdom to honor and nurture our complete selves for we are fearfully and wonderfully made in body mind and spirit let us not neglect our physical well-being but cherish our bodies as sacred vessels nourishing them with wholesome food and embracing movement for vitality may we tend to our emotional landscapes cultivating self-compassion and kindness, allowing our hearts to heal, to forgive, and embrace the fullness of our emotions. Guide us in caring for our mental faculties, for our thoughts, shape our reality, and may we always seek knowledge, may we seek wisdom, and may we engage in practices that cultivate mental clarity and above all let us tend to our spiritual essence the spark of divinity from you which is within us all that we may realize our sacredness with the sacred finding solace in prayer meditation and acts of love Another proverb, a tree is a well-nourished, bears, a tree that is well-nourished bears abundant fruit. Now, the meaning of this proverb is that it's emphasizing the importance of taking care of our physical, emotional, mental, and our spiritual selves. So just as a tree needs proper nourishment to thrive and bear plentiful fruit, we too must provide the necessary care and proper attention to our physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual selves so that we can carry out our life's journeys and intents. We're not supposed to be neglecting ourselves. We're supposed to be just as that tree being taken care of so that the fruit that we bear will be fruit that is going to be beneficial, not only to ourselves, but beneficial to those that we meet in our lives. We too must provide the necessary nourishment for all aspects of our being. 
because neglecting any aspect can hinder our growth and prevent us from doing the things that we are called to do. And so by drawing upon the wisdom of the spiritual seekers, the gurus, the teachers, many of the them have gone on and, and transcended into a different realm. And, and there are still some here. I know the church has gotten a really bad rap lately, you know, the different churches and the different religious sects, because some of the things that some of the leaders and the pastors have allowed um, to take place. But I don't think that... Every- 